And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and yes, we are always working on your financial freedom. It's my privilege to be joining you today. Today's show, I'm going to discuss the middle class paradigm. And the difficult thing really to grasp for me is that most people out there know, they know this, they will not be financially free. They won't. Yet, for whatever reason, these same folks will not admit it, and they won't make a change. They won't course correct, but they won't be financially free no matter how hard they work, no matter how much they save, no matter how much they do without, no matter how many vacations they don't take, no matter how long they drive that old car, and no matter how much they feed the 401k and the IRA, most people know in their heart of hearts that it's not working. They're not going to be financially free. And it's it's difficult. I get it. Essentially, you'd be admitting defeat, right? You'd be saying, wow, this plan that I've followed financially for 10, 20, 30, 40 years is not working. And so you do have to admit defeat. And, and maybe some people are embarrassed, right? Suddenly, they're not feeding the 401k and they're investing in real estate, and maybe they don't want to face those conversations with friends or family or co-workers. They just want to stay the course, right? Everyone stands around, and no one will discuss this. In fact, everyone's afraid to discuss it. And I've talked about this before, but in American society, we really have a stigma about money discussion, especially the people that we're closest to. There's a, there's a taboo. You don't discuss money. You don't talk about money. It's considered rude. We can talk about job loss, infidelity, crime, sex, disease, cancer, yet talking to close friends and family about their financial situation or about money in general is taboo. And I don't get it, especially if millions of folks are following this, this plan, following this save, go to college, try to get ahead, feed the 401k, you wake up and you're 40, you're 45 years old, you're 50 years old, and it just hadn't worked. But look, in my own family, we can't talk about money with, with certain folks. You just can't do it. Um, so it's okay, I guess, that 40% of 70-year-olds are, are still working because we didn't want to talk about money when we were in our 40s or 50s. And it's okay that people have this failed retirement plan. Yes, it doesn't work. So we're just not going to mention it. I, I guess there's an entire group of people that will just go down with the ship because it's the honorable thing to do. They know that at some point they will be 60, 65, 70 years old, still working, or maybe their body's so broken that they can't work and they just never made the change, right? Look, I'm, if the ship is sinking, I'm going to get my family in the lifeboat. Hopefully there's a seat for me, but I'm sure going to try, right? But folks have to admit 
to themselves. And, and it was it was very difficult for me to admit this. It really was. It took years, essentially, for me to literally finally just tell myself, hey, man, this plan isn't working. You've always wanted to go buy some real estate. Go buy some real estate. Make a change. And I want you to do that. I want you to make that change today, right? Make it an hour ago. Make it. Make it. If it's not working for you, course correct and make the change. We can teach you real estate investing. Absolutely. That's what we do. I was taught real estate investing. It changed my life. But I'm going to tell you, most people just aren't going to do it, even though they know their plan, what their followings failed. They know they're not going to be financially free. They know that when they're in their later years, the golden years are going to be the poor years, right? You're going to be depending on Social Security or what little stipend uh, that you can get from whatever you were able to save. And, and most people haven't been able to save very much. The statistics are there, but most people just aren't going to do it. They're not going to do it because essentially of roadblocks. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you, these are all mental roadblocks, but it's for those reasons, people will not make the change. They won't admit essentially defeat. Hey, my plan's not working. I need to do something different financially while I still have time, while I can still accumulate wealth, while I can still create some passive income. And essentially there's just mental roadblocks. And so this show essentially is a continuation of a show that aired July 24th, if you want to go to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, and, and look it up. And that's called Roadblocks to Financial Freedom. This is part two of that show. And, and the inspiration for that show was a few weeks ago um, with some friends, and we're grilling and hanging out outside on the patio. And then uh, the conversation turned. I didn't seek this conversation, but the conversation turned to where they essentially shared that their net worth is about $150,000 all in, um, not including the equity in their home, which is substantial. I, I would have to guess there's probably six or $700,000 of equity in their home. And, and so they're, they're like a lot of folks are. They're house rich, financially poor. My friend's got a fantastic job, but uh, things just, there's rarely the ability to fund the 401k, I guess the way they would like to do it. And I'm not a fan of the 401k, but uh, that's their thing and that's their world. And, and they realize that they're uh, falling on that for the lifestyle, right? They're, they're house rich and financially poor. And uh, essentially, I wouldn't say they're check to check, but they realize they're treading water and they realize one day they're going to be 65. It's going to happen to to all of us, but I, I want to share this. My friends are in the majority, the majority. They are not odd by any means on what they're doing. I'm the one in the minority. I'm the one that was crazy enough to go, man, this plan isn't working. I need to do something different. And I, I essentially always told myself I would buy some real estate and I fought through it and I bought some real estate, some cash flowing real estate in a self-directed IRA. So it means I didn't get to reap the benefits. That's another show for another day. That's really not the most efficient way to do it. And I, I found Lifestyles Unlimited thanks to the radio show and essentially found myself very close to one of their offices one day by chance. And so I told myself now or never Harrison and I walked upstairs and I went into the office and my life changed. I started investing in real estate. I started creating passive income. My wealth, I, I can't even speak 
uh, essentially how great it's been. It's been better than I ever imagined. But I started that path in 2013 with Lifestyles, but I started uh, 2011, really, 2010, 2011, sometime in there was when I bought that first rental property. But most people will never make the change, even though they know, they know in the back of their mind, that little voice and that dark, deep DNA recess of your brain when you start reverse engineering what your wealth is and, and what 65 is going to look like when you retire, if you retire. But people just won't admit it. They won't admit that their retirement plan has failed. Um, without admission, there can be no action. Okay. Without admission, we, first you got to go, it's not working. And you got to say it out loud and you got to share that information with your spouse. But without admission, there can be no action. And without action, the condition will never change. But my friends, they're doing what their parents taught them. They're, they're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. They're good people. And like I said, my friend has outstanding W-2 income. Outstanding. I mean, excellent. But it all goes to the house. It all goes to daily expenses. Uh, yes, they take vacations, right? They enjoy their family time, which leaves nothing for their quote-unquote Retirement, but these are people that looking from the outside, most people say they're good people. They make good decisions. They don't make poor lifestyle decisions, but they're trapped in the middle class paradigm, what we discuss here at Lifestyles Unlimited. Um, and they also refuse to admit there's another way. And again, millions of people from whatever age in life will never, never retire because of this middle-class paradigm. It's always school, grades, college, 401k or IRA, whatever you could put in there, and then family, house, work, work, work. Get up Monday and do it again, and then do it the following, the week after that, and the month after that, and the month after that, and pretty soon, two, three, four years have gone by, five, 10, 20 years have gone by, and you knew it. You knew it all along. Thank God I was a rebel. Thank God, I was a rebel. I left the conventional plan and started buying real estate 12 years ago. I joined Lifestyles Unlimited in 2013. And again, like I said, it's made all the difference in the world. But I just really don't understand what's holding most people back. You know, if you look at it from the outside, the percentage of people in this country that have a second property, an investment property, I'm not talking about a, a vacation home, right? How many of us have investment properties within real estate? Well, that number is only 7%, 7%. So that means 93% of people out there do not own another investment property. And it's because of these mental roadblocks. So on my show from July 24th, I, I mentioned five reasons, okay, five roadblocks. One was the middle-class paradigm, which we've touched on a little bit. The other was a good life, right? What gets in the way of a great life is a good life. Uh, there's lifestyle creep. That's a big one. There's fear. There's flat-out fear. And then there's debt aversion, and I discussed those on that show. I've got nine more reasons to share with you today. We're going to start off, and I've been kicking this one around, it's the 401k and the IRA. Yes, those are roadblocks to financial freedom. Many of you out there might go, Mike, those aren't roadblocks to financial freedom. I'm telling you they are. 
how many people out there actually become rich because of their 401k and IRA. I would challenge that that's single digits out there. Now, there's a ton of people that have them. Millions of people have them. They may have 30 grand in their 401k, 50 grand, 100. Maybe a few folks have two, three, four, five hundred thousand. Maybe the occasional person has a million. I'll tell you, you're not retiring on a million dollars. Not in this country. Not if you're doing it the way you're taught, where you pull 4% out on an annual basis. That's 40 grand a year. Well, I'm not going to say no one, but that doesn't sound like the retirement, the fun retirement I had in mind when I was working and working and working. Doesn't sound like it at all. In fact, if you want to look up the 401k, the 401k was never meant to be a retirement plan. Go to Morningstar and uh, go to Google and find Morningstar. And there's an article called A Brief History of the 401k. All right. If you'd like to get a little nauseous, read that article. The 401k was never meant to be a retirement plan. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that will set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. I'm discussing roadblocks to financial freedom, and a lot of these are mental. Um, but my first, my first one was the 401k. So what do I mean by mental? And yes, the 401k and the IRA is a roadblock to financial freedom. Okay, I'm telling you right now, your money's tied up. It's really a glorified savings account, and you're not able to invest it and get the absolute tremendous returns that we get within real estate. So the mental part of that 401k is, well, Mike, it's what they tell us to do, right? It's what our parents told us to do. Feed the 401k. It's what we're taught. We're taught to get that job, right? And then as soon as you can, start putting 20% into that 401k, 20% of everything you make. And I'm telling you, if you look up the history of the 401k, it was never meant to be a retirement plan, number one. So why is it a retirement plan? And and get this, pensions were what essentially got replaced by the 401k and a pension is pretty much a guaranteed paycheck from your employer you give them 30 years and they give you a check for the rest of your life well essentially the only people that have pensions now are government workers right imagine that um anyway just yeah don't even get me started but i I do want to say this as soon as you stop funding that 401k and ira you're going to have a lot of extra money to invest in real estate essentially i stopped my 401k when I first started really the Lifestyles Unlimited model, and it, it was hard for me to, to stop it, but I stopped it, right? I did what I was taught, and I had that additional money to invest in real estate, and eventually, 
I cashed out my 401k. I cashed it out. And I used that. I put that in toward real estate. And that took me a few years to make that decision. But yeah, I paid the 10% penalty. I paid the taxes, which were substantial. And guess what? Within about a, two years, I had made all that tax and essentially the 10% penalty back. And then since then, my money's done nothing but double every literally three to four years. It's been tremendous versus somebody that's feeding this 401k, um, even at a 9% return, okay, I'm going to be generous, but let's say you average 9%, no corrections whatsoever in the stock market. Well, that's going to take eight years to double. So if you started with 100,000, within eight years, you'll be at 200, right? And, and keep following it. Every eight years, it's going to double again. So 16 years, you're at 400. 24 years, you're at 800. 32 years, you'll have your 1.6 million congratulations you're 75 and broken right and that's if there are no major stock market corrections but there's always a stock market correction and i hate that term correction correction means something was wrong and it need to be corrected why do they call it a correction they should just call it what it is and it's a giant loss of your wealth okay so if you're only starting with a hundred thousand at age 50 16 late years later you'd be 66 and essentially $400,000, right? Now that, again, that sounds like a lot, but let's take our 4% rule. You get, that would be 16,000 a year. And by the way, here's the other kicker that most people don't realize when you start pulling out of your 401k, your retirement plans, right? That's taxed. It's taxed like ordinary income, okay? So that's 16 before taxes. All right, just wanted to get that out there. So roadblock number one to financial freedom is the 401k and the IRA. Number two is selfishness, right? I told you these are mental. How many of us know that person and they've just reached, you know, I guess there's a term for it, midlife crisis or, well, some don't even have to wait till the midlife crisis, but they're the, uh, it's my time. I deserve this. I've done without this long enough, right? And, and we've all been there. Look, um, I made a really stupid move in 2017. I bought just an incredible four by four Denali pickup truck. I mean, it was amazing. I still have it. It's fully loaded. What was my mistake? Many of you may say, well, Mike, no, that's fine. You, you deserve it. You deserve it. it. No, looking back, I should have put that money into more cash flowing rental assets and let them buy the truck. I probably should have bought a used truck to tell you the truth, but look, I still have the truck. I love the truck. I'm going to drive it till the wheels fall off. Um, but I was, I was being selfish. I thought things were going good. Uh, we had, um, at that time, I guess 11 houses and these, all the houses, the rental properties were bringing in over $500 a month in passive income. Uh, a couple of them were six plus, um, things were great. And so I told myself, I deserve this. And I went and bought that truck and I'm like, ah, but uh, you know, that was, that was selfishness on my part. Think about somebody that, um, they go through a divorce, right? Uh, or a breakup. So they're emotionally vulnerable. My father, when, uh, he divorced my mom, when they got their divorce, he went out and bought a firebird. I mean, okay. Right. Middle age. I mean, whatever. You know, some people take European vacations. Um, some folks go get the uh, 
the younger boyfriend, girlfriend, and they're just throwing money at them. But then when you look at their finances, uh, overall, if you were to do a review, they're not in the best financial shape. They're being selfish, right? They're being intellectually immature. And um, there's people out there that they've got to feed their ego, whereas I'm more like, man, I'd, I'd rather feed my cash flow snowball personally, but that's just me. All right, roadblock number three, you get the old, uh, and I hear it, I, I've had this exact statement told me, Mike, I'd, I would invest in real estate, but I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Okay. Uh, that is a falsehood, friend. If you want to do it, if you want to create wealth, if you want to create financial freedom, you're going to make the time, right? You're going to make it. It's there. Let's look at it like this. Is an extra $2,000 a month going to make you financially free? Is that is that the end-all, be-all that we're looking for? If it, if it is, don't focus on the paid-for home. Let's go get you four or five rental properties, Okay, if, if that's the number, if the number's two grand, at least we know what to shoot for and, and we can get you there. We can get you there. But these, these folks, at the end of the day, all they're going to get for is a paid for home. And homes are expensive, right? Plumbers, AC, the maintenance, right? Taxes, if you're in Texas, um, well, or, or a lot of these other states, there's some substantial property taxes, right? They can eat into you. So you're really never going to have the paid for home. That That's a myth. All right. That's a myth. All right. Uh, another roadblock. Well, it's I'm too old to start investing in real estate. That is a poor excuse. What is what is too too old? What does that mean? What are you waiting for? All right. Are you waiting to die? I mean, there is you're never too old for this. OK, look, I don't know what too old is. I, I can't open a book and turn to the page that says too old is this number. Uh, I don't know what too old is. You can buy a rental property. Um, let's say you even follow the Lifestyles Unlimited model. I did several full rehabs of properties, and I had that that purchase from the time I closed to the time we were leasing it to a great resident was literally 90 days or less. Too old? You don't have three months? All right, roadblocks to financial freedom continuing on. This is a great category here, right? Toys. Toys, right? The ski boat. Have you seen how much a good ski boat costs? This is your investment money, right? Put this money to work for you. And then with your passive income later on down the road or when you hit that wealth number that you want to hit or your goal, then go get all the toys you want. So the question now is, you know, toys or financial freedom? What's more important to you, right? Uh, look, I'm guilty of it. I had uh, the jacked up four by four golf cart. God, I love that thing. It was awesome. A lot of fun, man, especially Halloween. You got the cool stereo and cruising around. The kids are all hanging off of it and um, just cruising the neighborhood. Yeah, it's a blast. We had a moped. Um, you know, I mentioned the truck earlier. Uh, almost bought a jet ski. Uh, came very, very close. But you know what's what's better than owning a jet ski? Renting a jet ski right? We just got back from Cayman not too long ago. Yes, it's pretty cool to ride a jet ski down there. I couldn't take a jet ski from Texas to Cayman, but anywhere we travel, if you're on some awesome beach, I mean, someone's going to have a jet ski, go rent it. And guess what? You don't have the upkeep, the maintenance, everything. So I spend money on memories. I don't spend money on toys. All right. 
uh, there are a lot of folks out there, and these are our friends, okay? I told you my friend was financially poor and house rich. Um, this roadblock right here is one that they're subscribing to. They think their home is going to make them rich, okay? And they have hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity in their property. And they're not going to move right now. They live in the hill country. Um, really cool place where they live and their property where it overlooks. I mean, there's wildlife cruising through there all the time. Um, but my thought is, if we're let's fast forward, they think their home's going to make them rich. So let's say you sell that home in 20 years, okay, or even 30 years, whatever. There's a lot of maintenance going into that house, and you're going to have a chunk of change. But how far is that money going to go in the future, right? Everything's just going to continue to get more expensive. And then you got to live somewhere. So, yeah, I, I get it that you've got equity in there, but free that equity and put it to work in investments, right? Don't expect that equity when you're 50 or 60 years old to be uh, essentially the secret sauce to making your life better and, and financial freedom because it's not, okay? All right, 20th century mentality. This is a big, big roadblock. And we get this from our parents. My parents were 20th century folks, uh, and that's the save, 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 and save some more frugality is king. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm going to tell you, you can't save your way to wealth, but your your parents, your 20th century parents would tell you, you sure can, and you can pay the house off, and it's going to appreciate. And I mean, that is a 20th century mentality, my friends. That That's a 20th century mentality. Um, I'm glad. Look, I had great parents. I mean, they were divorced, and um, but I, I feel like they always had my best interest in mind when they gave me advice. And thankfully, I was able to find effective advice. And it wasn't from my parents, okay? It wasn't from my parents. So um, I'm just going to throw that out there, that 20th century mentality. You can save your way to wealth and you can scrimp your way into a lifestyle. And that's no lifestyle at all. That is no lifestyle at all. And we talk about it here all the time. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. So you got to get out of that 20th century mentality and find out what's working in the 21st century. And I'll tell you what's working is cash flowing real estate assets, right? They just go up and up and up. We're making 15 to 30% annualized returns, often much more than that. That's what works. Okay. Another roadblock, procrastination, right? Procrastination. This is a big one. We're all guilty of this at, at different parts of our life. So like I mentioned, for 10 years prior to actually buying that rental property, I told myself I wanted to own rental property. 10 years. I just never did anything about it, right? I was in that corporate grinder, just kept grinding and grinding. And, you know, in the back of your mind, man, I'd, I'd love to get a rental property one day and kind of start that and see what that looks like. Well, 2011, right? It was either late 10 or 11 when we bought that first property. I finally got that wild hair and I bought that first property. I broke it, right? I broke the broke the ice, got that first property, struggled through it. But looking back, it was the best move I ever made. My name is Mike Harrison. I want you to remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. We'll see you next week. Thank you. 
you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.